<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Hello everyone, welcome to the Young Money Podcast. I'm Diana Menezes. And I'm Vince Galanco from WhenInManila.com. And yes, this is the Young Money Podcast where we talk about unique jobs, unique careers with amazing people. And we asked them the very, very difficult question of how much do you make? And we, we got our line from, I mean, I don't <laughs> know millennials know the line we use, show me the money from, uh, what's the movie's from name? Oh movie. my God. I forgot the movie, but I know it's, uh, what's his name? Is it? Tom Cruise. Oh my God. Something Jerry. Jerry Maguire. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Toby Maguire, one of the like, Spider-Men, because it's been all like over the news. Eyebrow simulation. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Magar. Okay. Yeah, no, that's interesting. You know about that. The reason why I made some faces while you were talking, I was watching a different podcast the other day. It's called Brad Leah. Okay. Uh, he talked about business. And someone cornered him about how much is he making. You know that guy, Grant Cardone? Okay. Okay, so he guessed it on his podcast. And Grant Cardone is usually shouting and you know, doing, you know, like a little bit of Gary V, but a lot of people get a lot of hatred towards that guy, but I understand him. I don't hate it. I, I appreciate what he's bringing on the table. Anyway, and then he asked the guy, who is the host of the podcast? So how much are you making? And he couldn't answer. Wow. <laughs> he wow. was just like go, going away from the question. He's like, let's talk about that off air. You know, you know, uh, you know like, like this type of what? thing. So I was like, Vince, well we're doing some changes here. <laughs> well, for us, we also don't ambush our guests. We kind of give them a heads up that we're going to talk about their money. Yeah. So I, 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 I think it, it, it prepares them a bit. They have a few figures ready yeah. for us. So, so yeah, maybe, but we'll see. Maybe we'll ambush this, uh, these next guests with a, a different question. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. maybe. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what we'll do. But That's I'm excited about again. this next one. Because as, as you know, Diana, actually me personally, in my personal life, I'm recently single this year. So it yeah. was so interesting for me when I found about found out about this profession, which is being a dating coach. Yeah, I see it's it amazing. On TV, I think a lot of people know the Will Smith movie, Hitch. Is that is that the right, is that Hitch. what it's called? Yeah, I think. And then I think there were some TV shows where there's a, sort of like a dating coach who sets people up but especially I, at least where we're from here in the philippines i don't think it's a common job not that i know of we have so someone who does it so we'll find out exactly we do we maybe do have someone who does that yeah maybe we're just not like we're not aware of it you know like how sometimes mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that are actually very very profitable and we have zero idea about them so now i think this is going to be one of the, those things that we're going to find out yeah and, so uh, i think we have today yeah, so I think this episode is going to be a little bit of a mix of financial and career advice of being a coach slash dating coach. Plus, also, I think for me and you, lots of just dating questions. I think this is a very interesting <laughs> career, especially for me, you know, being single. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, here we go. Let's welcome on dating coach Vanessa Antonio, uh, or call her V, she says. Hi, V. Hi. Thank you for having me at Yao Money. Hi, V. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thank you for being on. I gave a very brief description, which is pretty much your dating coach, but could you please give us a little bit more background of yourself? Sure. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Vanessa Antonio. So just like Vince said, I'm a dating coach, but I'm also a U.S. certified matchmaker. Basically, you've been 
watching it on TV. So you have a matchmaker. So, so I've been doing it for seven years. We, in fact, started Singles Events Manila for those singles in the Philippines. And I'm now based in the U.S., so we're doing the same here. We have, like, Singles Events World. So, basically, that's my personal advocacy. I'm also working as a social science researcher. But, basically, my heart is devoted to helping singles or making finding love easier for everyone. What is that? You just said that you are a U.S.-certified matchmaker? I have yeah. so many questions. It's <laughs> not like you get your certificate in diving, but <laughs> so, so there. Um, back in, I think that was like five years ago. I was like googling something. Is there a school for matchmaking? Because I really want to do this professionally since I'm enjoying bringing singles together. And I was like, and then I saw this school. It's called Matchmaking Institute in New York. And I was like, oh, it's just a dream for me because at first I don't know how am I gonna get to to the U.S. Second, I'm like thinking, oh my God, the fees for this school must be like so expensive. So I forgot about that dream. Of of mine but lo and behold after like three to four years i've had an opportunity to work in the united states and so i thought since i'm already here why not pursue my first love which is matchmaking and so i studied in this relationship sciences school <laughs> i relationship like how it's science a science school. Yes. Um, amazing okay. wow well, well before we <laughs> i think i just want to follow up on that amazing notes uh, yeah, I, I want to follow up on that what is the difference with relationship science and just normal people dating yes please tell me because i study neuroscience so i study the science of oh. the brain but the relationship science that yeah. must be amazing can you please tell us about it Sure. So basically, a matchmaking institute, it does not only teach you how to run your business as a matchmaker. It also gives you a little bit about, you know, the sciences behind relationships. So for example, like if Vince is single and Diana is single, what are the social researchers saying? What are the psychologists saying when it comes to who's going to match in terms of personalities, attitudes, sometimes like upbringing, environment? So basically, this is what we're, we're studying. For example, we're, we're going to study what psychologists are saying when it comes to ah, who are likely to fall in love with each other. Are these are they the people who are, you know, too serious on dates? Or are these the people who are just laughing during on dates? Well, surprisingly, um, psychologists have found out that those people who just keeps on laughing, having fun on a first date, they are likely to go on second dates. So findings like this, we study and we try to integrate it when we're helping people find love. That's amazing. It's amazing to me because like, it is really important how people get into relationships nowadays and then you know sometimes they spend a long time just learning something about the, the other person when in fact if they just go through what you just explained that would have been like it saves you years from your life from wasting time right i mean i'm not saying wasting but sometimes it's a lesson but still right it could be cultivating something better go ahead sorry you are so right they um then so basically like that's why we like studying the science of dating because you could actually just experience things and you know learn from your mistakes but why would you have to go through all you know thousands and millions of mistakes if you could actually like study or read about dating just like how you are in your career if you want to be good in your career why are you not studying dating and dating 
is like a good start when you, of course, if you want to have a family life, and family life is very important in our lifetime. So we promote studying dating as well. I love that. Vince, yeah. I have more questions. Yes, yes. So, so for me, how did you get started in this field? How did you get started in the whole dating coach thing? I know. All right. So it all started when I was single. So I was no boyfriend since birth back in 2014. That was seven years ago. And I came from an old girl school. All of my friends are girls and Becky's gays. So I was like, mm-hmm. how? God, give me my Prince Charming already. I'm so excited to, find, to meet my Prince Charming. <laughs> Diane, I was saying that when I was just 14. Like, I want to meet my Prince Charming. But like, I feel like, how come God is not giving me my Prince Charming yet? There must be something wrong in here. So- and then even like dating, no kiss, nothing. No, nah, no, like, mm. <laughs> all right. Well, well, I've had my fair share of fun, Diana, but like having a boyfriend or having that, you know, significant other that you could really count on, then that's really, that was something that was reserved for me in the future. So it's all started with me. And then I saw a lot of my friends, they're wonderful. They're, they're doing well. They're good looking. They're nice people. How come they they don't have partners yet? And they want to get married. So that's that's when we started uh, bringing single professionals together. So that, for example, like Vince don't have to go to weddings to meet singles. Diane, you don't have to go through a lot of like fun- funeral. But they say you meet a lot of singles. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, because when it's funerals. <laughs> you put the fun in funeral. I love it. You know it. what I have to stop? Getting into relationships, you know, trying to make it work. That's what I have to stop. But I'm you in know, a very good relationship right now. But it took me like probably five wrong as in traumatizing experiences probably three experiences that were traumatizing but the other two was okay and then this one is like so far the most suitable the most perfect uh, the most everything you know it's not perfect of course but if i knew about you i would have like <laughs> wait i have questions they know vince do you have questions because i want i want to ask so many questions Oh, I just want her to finish what she was saying, though. Be what, what Sorry, we're saying yeah. about weddings yeah. and funeral. <laughs> so, so why funeral? Because when you are in a funeral, the people are operating in sense of like emotions. Of course, it's so sad. And sometimes when people are sad, the more you get bonded, right? The more you're more open emotionally. So it's easier to, to connect. It's not like a happy vibe. But when you talk, it's like you're like, mm, you know, it's coming from the heart. In that environment. So even our environment affects our dating life. So for example, like Vince will go on a date with someone and I put them in an environment like imagine the Visoria. Super, super crowded, super noisy. Like for example, like some areas there are smelly. It's so hard to be romantic. But when I put him and her his date in a rooftop lounge nice music it smells good and you have like drinks so it kind of conditions your brain to operate in romance calmness relax and emotions so there's a lot of factors that affects dating as well so these are the things that we teach our our um, clients so that we will at least increase the likelihood of developing romance instead of just being friend zone or in case of uh, in uh, instead of just being colleagues. 
I, I like how you're putting us in a rooftop bar. I thought you were going to set me up at a funeral. Not now. We buy the bar church. Church, that's true. So when you were single, you were you're wondering about why you were NBSB. And how did that eventually lead to becoming a dating coach, though? So during that time, I'm like thinking, like, how come men have the right have the right to choose? Like you get to court whoever you want, right? While us women, we just our options are limited to whoever is courting us, right, Diane? More at least, especially for Filipinos, because we're not like women are so not used to you know being the one to initiate things. Correct. So, so imagine, Vince and Diane, if the person who's courting me or the people who's courting you, like, you don't like any of them. What's going to happen with you? You're just going to get old or you have to settle with, you know, whoever is right in front of your face. So that was the motivation. Like, I feel like even women have the freedom to choose. And so we started Singles Events Manila. That's the tagline of the company, freedom to choose, where we just bring all single professionals together together. Single, they have to be, they're not in a romantic relationship. Professional, because we believe that, you know, dating, it also, like, takes money. You have to spend money when you date. Ah, show the money. Show the money. Yes. That's my problem also, actually. Because I go on dates and I fall in love with people. And I don't care if they have money. But that's something that we, we should actually care about. If the relationship, I mean, if the status of the person is at least not lower than yours so that you're not the one caring, especially if you're the woman. It's important you and I never cared about that. Money is important and not just money itself, but there are studies that are saying that women are falling in love with a man's potential. Potential. Mm. So like be able to provide or at least sustain himself. Because imagine if you two are not doing like, doing well in your career then i remember my boss she says like in in marriages not all because there are marriages that are very very strong but when poverty knocks love flies out of the window that's what my boss said and i was like it kind of makes sense because when you look at like maslow's hierarchy of needs you have to um, at least reach the your basic needs before you are able to selfishly unconditionally love another person so we brought together single professionals and that was the start of my addiction to bringing singles together <laughs> i love it wow do you have a track record do you have like i have brought i have married 37 oh couples or something i don't know do you hi there my name is laika maravilla has anyone ever called you a try hard is trying hard a bad thing or a good thing Let's talk about that in the Trying Hard with Laika Maravilla podcast. Brought to you by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. We have so many marriages already since 2014. That's how, that's when we started. We can't put a figure because we do not monitor, but we have a lot of them <laughs> page you know those couples who are just saying like hey thank you we got married we had a baby we we are in a relationship but there are also like some singles were like so quiet like let's not tell the world that we've met in singles events manila because the stigma my god in the philippines it's still there and we recognize that and that's okay Fair enough. I hope it will yeah, become that... something that everybody just doesn't have a stigma about it you know like just go for it that's super cool 
first time not first time could really about singles events manila that's the goal diane because so for singles events manila we're not only bringing singles together but we're now educating when you look at countries who are like developed countries matchmaking is such a normal thing like even online dating is not very much stigmatized so i feel like yeah. the philippines is going there but it's just very slow but we're starting to open up so yeah. can you tell me more about singles events manila or or and or you what exactly is it that you or and or your company do is it you just put up events or do you set up one-on-one things or or how does a dating coaches career really work out? a question convince i was gonna ask that in a more woman way like so for example if i want to go and join the events <laughs> singles events manila what do i have to do Parang <laughs> So for Singles Events Manila, for its first five years, we were just running events, big events, thrice a year. But since I came here and we've got certified by the Matchmaking Institute in New York, we started doing science-based dating coach. So so we're actually coaching singles on how to use like science concept at least to increase your likelihood to find a match or have a date. So that's one. Second is we're doing, because of the pandemic, we've done virtual date services. So we find you a match and we arrange you on a one-on-one virtual date. All right. Since we can't go out, you know, the need for love is still there. So we were connecting them during the pandemic. Before the pandemic, we also have our blind dating service, wherein you will just show up in an Italian restaurant and your date will show up and you guys will have this romantic dinner or lunch arranged by us. All right. So, <laughs> so, so these things, what else? Uh, well, we, we, also, uh, we also do collaborate with a lot of brands when it comes to, you know, like those brands who are serving single professionals. So when, when they have like launching, product launching, what we do is we bring singles together. So we do like dating activities and then there goes the product launching. So, so they enjoy the product launching more. Nice. So sorry, Adi, before your question, I just have follow-ups for this go, one. Go, um, go. So exciting. Uh, first one is what are your... So you'd one-on-one, okay. But as far as events, what events are they? Are they just, are they like speed dating events? Are they, or are they all different? Just depends. Okay. So when I was single, I, I, I attended a speed dating event and together with my friends and we were like, you know, yon, that's it. So we feel like we can do something more. So when I was we... probably at that speed dating event. So after <laughs> she was like, you did so I'm sorry. I just want to apologize. <laughs> uh, all right. So what happened was out of that experience, we feel like it would be great to, instead of talking, singles will be playing games. So whenever you attend a singles events, Manila events, you will not be able to see chairs and tables. We don't do that because throughout like six hours of our events, we just play games and activities that aims to show the single person's character. Pikunan ka ba? Are you are you gentleman? Do you like let the women? You know, so so it's activity based events that are some of the activities are also psychology based because we want them to bring out their real personality and not just be you know pakiti cutie. Where are you? How much do you earn and stuff? So yeah, those are the, those are the events that we do. 
very much okay. like active events. I feel like that's me and Diana right now. Pa cutie cutie, how much do you earn? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's us. That's us on the podcast. All right, okay, okay. All right. No. So, um, so that's the event part. V, I have so many questions for you. But uh, first, like for example, let's say, can I actually gift that to someone who is single? Like for example. Yeah. Of course, it was Vince's birthday just recently. <laughs> and then the glass of you. I have a I have a gift for you. You have to go to this place to receive it. And then just dress up this way, blah blah blah. And then he gets there. Nandonium date. Quite the bayon. Yes, in fact, we've had an experience wherein the the ex-girlfriend, the ex-girlfriend booked a blind dating service for his ex-boyfriend. And now the ex-boyfriend. Oh! I've found a girlfriend from Singles Events Manila. That's she amazing. And that's so cool. I know. It's so good. So that happens. It could be a gift to family, friends, or like anyone. Maybe your ex. Nice. <laughs> who, you want, who you want to help move on, right? Yeah. And then like how long does it take from the moment we contact you? Like what is the process? <laughs> I don't want you to give in everything. Shempre, that's your own method on how you do it. But just run us through like if we're really interested in gifting someone or if we are single ourselves. I'm not, but you know, <laughs> for the ones. Yeah, that's fine. Usually within a month, the, the date will be arranged because it also depends on, you know, how easy or how difficult it is to find a date. Because when we set you on a date, it has to be like mutual interest. So the date wants to like meet the person and then the other person wants it then becomes a date. So do yeah. The, do the two people know about each other? For example, I know there are blind, but blind dates and there are also the dates where they know about each other, but do they actually like before going, they, they check what's matching or? So we do the checking. Like, do we feel yeah. the that they, that they have a, a chance to connect. But when you avail of the blind dating service, you have no idea who you're going to meet. But there are other dating services where you get to see the profile. And you get to tell us, ah, sorry, I don't like him. Oh, I like this. All right. Oh, Yes, pre-select. And then when we you have... get there, like, you know that that person is into the beach or into the mountains, stuff like that, like little things, you know. Yes, we we have like a very long like preference sheet and you know a lot of questions to so that we will understand what are your preference. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> it's well, so much like better you have than a new client. <laughs> yeah, but not for me because I'm I honestly I'm happy now. But I'm I'm saying like this is so interesting to me because I I keep on studying the brain and and people just knew how much it matters, how much science matters in terms of anything that you do in your life. For you to be healthy and it's it's healthy to have a healthy relationship too and people should know that and they should care about those things it's not just like oh it looks good or it's got power or have this person has money i'm a very big alumni vincior i hate sorry hate is a very strong word i am not very into gold diggers because i believe that women should be their own powerful beings and they they should just Stand on your own. I mean, at the end of the day, even if you're if your husband or partner will be paying for everything, the role of a woman in the house is so huge. It's like you're half of everything that happens. Like no matter what happens, I know that some men are very skilled at home and stuff, but and the woman is the one that works. But once a woman becomes a mom, not a mom yet, but I have eight pets and I understand how difficult it is. When I see my friends becoming moms, I'm like, oh, 
it's like you got another fam- like you know it's it's responsibility on top of a responsibility so you you do have to choose well as a woman you know what i mean also yes, not just men yeah we call it pink slip you have to have your own income so that if something happens and you don't like your husband anymore you're not be forced <laughs> to stay with him because you don't have your own paycheck or if you're not being respected you have a, you know like you always have your own life and that's really important and i think that's that's so great i didn't know because all, all i know is like tinder these things and i haven't even joined those things like i always ask vince this is open about talking about these things <laughs> I'll be joining this service as well. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind, you know, getting a professional help in my dating life. I, I you know, I've been saying it's my first time being single for a long time this yeah. year. Although, it, although my, I've been enjoying it, I wouldn't mind, you know, seeing what else there is. Yeah, I mean, there's a, they say a lot of fish in the sea, but so when if you have different methods, the different options on how you could meet, you have your, your dating apps, you have your common friends, you have your family recommendations, and you're working with a matchmaker professionally, like, oh my God, see God na yung give up to give to you. <laughs> there you go. We are asking way too many dating questions. So let me let me draw it back a little bit. Back to career. If there are others watching and they want to do something similar, they also love setting up their friends. They 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 want they might want to be a dating coach as well. What are some steps you think they can take into into going into a career similar to yours? So I really think Vince that some of you know um, Filipino viewers would like to be you know like Cupid as well. Some have natural skills. Even some of the matchmakers that I work with here in the U.S. they're like intuition based. So there are science based matchmakers. They're intuition based because they're so experienced and they have it in their gut. All right. So if you want to be a matchmaker, you could decide on two tracks. If you feel like you have that, it's like your natural skill, then you could try starting with your friends and then try to like once you have like success stories build a portfolio about it, ask for their permission. So that's one. Second is you could also use the help of science. Like for example, like I studied sociology as my master's because I believe that that will give me an idea on how to, you know, create a family unit or or what works and what does not work when it comes to relationships as a group. So you could also take psychology courses, you know, just like the course that even Diane took. I think that's also very helpful because you're going to mind, right? So you just have to, you just have to, like when you have thesis, you just tell your professor like, hey, I want to do this like on a dating or family family studies. When I was studying Vince, I was actually the only one who's doing studies on love and relationship. A lot of people who are like doing thesis, it's like more on the the general, very common topic. So no one really studies, not a lot of experts are in the Philippines when it comes to dating and relationship. But now we are starting to. So for those who are aspiring to be matchmakers, it's either you develop the skill or you use science to get there. Nice. Yeah. All right. Diana, go ahead. Yeah, I will have a question long. So if we, for example, are there, you're saying that it's not so common to buy here in the Philippines, but are there, like, do you have people under you who are here that people can actually go and and get in touch with from your company? And then is this growing? Because like, 
I find it, you can see now, I'm very excited about it. I have so many friends who are single and I feel like, man, it's time for you to know what you're doing. Don't just go dating. You know what I mean? Yeah, so they're I'm right like, here. What are, what are you doing with I these know. single friends? <laughs> Sorry. No, but I'm not a matchmaker. That's why we need V. <laughs> You have so many single friends. Vince right here. Usually, may I just comment? This is off topic from businesses. But women, we have this thing, I think, because of society. We are always like waiting or we are adjusting to the date. Pwede naman tayo pumili, di ba? Pwede rin pareho or pwede pantay. Tayo na lang magsabi na, Okay, this is good for me. Oh, I like this one. You know, it's not always like, oh, who's going to invite me? Who's going to take me on? A no. You have the freedom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay, you, were asking, you were asking then if it's um growing. So when we started in 27, uh, 2014, I've mentioned we were just doing um, singles events. So usually during singles events, we have like, I, I started this with my best friend, with my partner. <laughs> So, so during the past five years, she was running the Philippine branch together with her team. So what happened is when I came here, we actually had like an international, more like international clients. So we started working with people from Dubai, from Europe, and of course I have clients here in the United States. And so from just bringing people, from just bringing Filipino singles together we are now trying to bring singles from different parts of the world because we promote borderless love and because of the pandemic you've actually realized that you know like distance is i mean you could cross any sea for for the one that you love we we are no. a bit that, right so so that's what we have been doing right now and in terms of our services, we just started with one service in the beginning. We keep on actually expanding it um, in terms of what are the activities or what are the services that would benefit singles. Like, for example, we just started with hetero singles before. So just straight men and women. Now we're doing matchmaking services and events for the LGBTQ community as well. Nice. So to be more inclusive, yeah. That's really That's nice. That's well, I would have like another 10 questions, but I know that I can't. So Vince. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, as part of our show, we do ask as far as careers for those interested in maybe if they were maybe inspired by you and they want to maybe do this as a career. We're going to ask you to show me the money. How, how much? I mean, is this a viable career here in the Philippines and, and globally even? Maybe you can share some figures with us. Sure. So let me um, share just the figures. For example, for Singles Events Manila, because there is a huge, for those who are, who is watching, I encourage you that if you do matchmaking, since Philippines is such a baby industry, matchmaking is a baby industry, but in the U.S. it's a billion-dollar industry. So if you want to pursue it, consider serving other countries next to the Philippines. So for example, for Singles Events Manila, we have when we when you look at our matchmaking, because we have like blind dating, virtual date services, those are like very, like very affordable. But when you talk about matchmaking and you get to work with me as your dating coach as well, we're talking about like starting at like 1,000 US dollars for one client in the Philippines. But 
when we work with clients here in the United States, it's at least like 2,500 or 5,000 USD. So the difference between Philippine rate and the United States rate is very huge in terms of, you know, per client um, services. So that's what I'm gonna tell you guys. If you wanna, if you wanna go for matchmaking and serving singles, do not expect to earn so much if you're just serving the, the Philippines because the Philippines is just opening up. But if you wanna make money, serve the like first world countries as well because they're doing it already. Wow, that, that I did not know it was like that. You know how people love returning things that didn't work. So for, I'm just wondering now if, if I pay you that much, even internationally or locally, locally, a thousand USD, that's still 50,000 pesos. That's, that's a big amount. Internationally, if you're saying they're paying 5,000 for uh, matchmaking. And that's, what? I'm, I'm very like, my rate is more on the low end. My colleagues in the matchmaking industry, they could offer as high as like 100,000 USD. I have I know companies in New York that offers 500,000 USD packages. So matchmaking is a luxury service. It's not like a necessity or a basic service. So it's not really for everyone. It's actually a very interesting service to do essentials for those who do not have time and for those who who trust the experts to help them filter and do the legwork for them in terms of finding a romantic partner. So I, I guess my question is sort of with that amount of money, is there, I don't know, quote unquote, a guarantee? Because like, or, or you know how you can give your stuff back at Walmart? Like, oh man, I don't like this vacuum. It doesn't work. So what if, whatever it is, that hair dryer you gave them or whatever, it's not working. Is what, what, how, you know, cause that's a lot of money. How does that work? So when you're working as a matchmaker and I'm talking for those who are aspiring matchmakers, it's very important that it's part of your, you know, when you run the business, you have to do the paperwork. And that includes like contract when you're working with your clients. So for matchmaking industry, there is no guarantee even if you pay that much of a money. So what's going to happen is even if you, for example, when you go for matchmaking packages, matchmaking packages usually comes with finding like romantic partner as dates so you have your dates and you have your coaching so that's when like like a dating coach like me would coach you like okay when you go on a date like this is what you can do this is what you can wear this is what you can say if you need help in in, in those things so that's part of the packages but when you talk about like am i gonna find someone to marry like is that a hundred percent guarantee like oh my god guys we are not god but we can increase the likelihood of you finding love compared to not working with us at all this is boy abunda on the special limited news season eight actresses award winners artists isa calzado eugene domingo Janine Gutierrez, Dimples Romana, Julia Barreto, Sunshine Dizon, Angelica Panganiban, and Sherry Hill. Eight women, one question. Who are you when no one's watching? Subscribe and catch my podcast's new episode every Thursday. Okay. I know you said earlier you didn't have your numbers of how many got married, but do you have like a success rate? Even even not married, but just like them liking each other and actually going on multiple dates after. Do you, do you have like a 
do you keep track of something like that at least? Like, oh yeah, we are like 85% you will like the person we set you up with. All right. So for the matchmaking service, we started it during the pandemic. So we are on the we are on the process of actually tracking those who are dating. But I feel like when you when you actually go on dates, since your matchmaking package, that's not just one date. You will be meeting 10, 20, 24. It's impossible. We've never had a client that didn't buy no. me one. I mean okay. We also believe that numbers, dating is a numbers game, and even scientists suggest that. So it's our, it's the least thing that I that we can do. Find someone at least that you would like, and I believe out of 10, 24, maybe 50 people we're gonna introduce to you. Oh come on! If you don't like anyone, then you're not never gonna get married. <laughs> okay, that that part. Okay, I like that because uh, for for me earlier, just financially, it was like. I mean, I thought you were gonna set me up with like three dates and like you know for for fifty thousand for or or whatnot. It's like oh, that's I mean, there's no guarantee. But if you're saying you're gonna find if it takes twenty, if it takes fifty, we're gonna find you at least one who you will like and go on multiple dates with. I think that's reasonable. I will be booking. <laughs> but my problem is, I, I I just I was in a very long term relationship, so it's been a while since I've been single. So I'm just now sort of quote unquote enjoying it. So I don't know if I want to find the one yet. But maybe a few months down, maybe I'll, I'll see about... Okay. And actually, Vince, dating is such a... Like, when you date, of course, you have a goal to get married. But dating is... I, I feel and I believe and I see it with our clients. It's such an enjoyable thing when you have the right man mindset. Like, mm -hmm. it is so fun. And remember, our lifetime, we're only going to be single, what, one-third or two-thirds? I mean, like, one-third of our lives, it's so short. So for... Whoever, for all of you guys single who's watching right now, I hope that you make the most out of your youth. If you are a professional and you want to get married, do not be scared to date. If you're feeling scared instead of excited, you have to work with, with dating coaches so that instead of fear, you will have like this exciting vibe, then you, have, you will have the option to choose a better mate for you too. So speaking about dating and for if people are listening and they're newbie daters, newbie single, or if they're not very good at dating, can you give one tip for men and one tip for women uh, when they go out on their date to make them possibly more, uh, quote unquote, successful on their date? All right. So a lot of people do not want to date. It's because of they're actually, they're afraid of rejection, right? That's like our common answer. Like we don't want to date because we're afraid I of rejection. I miss you guys for like... Yeah. How many minutes? It's all good. I'll, I'll, I'll catch you up later, D. <laughs> yeah, we missed you too. All right. Uh, uh, so, D is giving a, 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 a one tip for men and one tip for women who are going on dates right now. So for you to feel excited instead of scared of rejection when you go on dates, the mindset that we, we suggest that you carry when you go dating is you're going out on a date not for them to like you. You're going out on a date because you're finding someone whom you're going to like. And of course, when you are already on a date, instead of asking yourself, like, is he going to like me? Is she going to like me? Ask yourself, look at that person that you're meeting and ask yourself, hmm, is this the person that I want to be with? Is this the person that I want to, like, you know, grow old with? Then when you have that mindset, it takes off the pressure from you, you know, being nervous, self-conscious, to being more rational 
and careful in actually um, selecting a romantic partner. Okay, so so it puts you in a position where you're the one who's sort of the one picking. So I, I think it. I think that would help a little bit in the confidence as well, because now you're like, oh, do I like them? You know. So okay, rather than you being all worried, like if they will like you. Yes. It, it takes away anxiety. I like that. That that's actually a pretty pretty good tip. Okay. True. And there's so much more that we could actually help you when it comes to dating. So that whenever when we have clients, when they come in, they're like so anxious about dating. When they go out, they're going to be like, I'm so excited to date. Give it to me. I'm ready. Let's go. So that energy, that's the energy that we want all singles to actually put out right there when so they're dating. This, this one, I don't know if you know, but what gender do you have more clients of, men or women? I don't know if LGBTQ is is your number one client. So for the Philippines, we have we're like 60-40. 60% are women, 40% are men. But internationally, most or actually all, almost all of our paying clients are men. But in the Philippines, 60% are women? Yes. What? These are the women who are like doctors and lawyers and they've missed dating because during that time, they're so busy building their career. Now they're on their like 30s, sometimes early 40s. But like most of our clients are 30s. And they're like, ah, oh, how I wish I dated like when I was younger, but this is me. This is my career is set now. There's only one that's missing and that's a partner. Okay. Okay. Very interesting stuff. Okay. Well, welcome back, Diana. <laughs> oh my God. Your camera looks much better now. Yeah. No, my internet, I don't know what happened, but my Wi-Fi is good, but my computer stopped working. So I'm using my phone now to just be with you guys, but I missed a big part of it. So I'm probably going to have to rewatch this all over again because you're very interesting. V. Where are we at now? She talked well, I, about I, the money already. Yes. We talked about the money and she gave us and amazing tips. The money. Uh, the money's crazy. The money's crazy. We'll, we'll talk more about it later. But it's, yeah, so uh, internationally, about they're paying at the low end around $5,000 for a setup. And in the Philippines, about 1000 USD. So pretty Not amazing it's... career for people to think about. And especially, as you were saying, it's still in its infancy in the Philippines. So yeah, there might be big opportunities for locals if they're looking to be, you know, some sort of relationship coach. That's true. Well, Vince, as of right now, our organization, Singles Events Manila, and I am the only U.S. certified matchmaker in the Philippines. I'm the Damn. only one. And <laughs> I feel like it's just a matter of time that, you know, like next certified matchmakers will be coming in. And so if you are interested to actually like pursue a career on this, Come on and start the work now because it's just a matter of time. I believe we're gonna we're gonna open up to these kinds of arrangements because even if the world is getting more connected, it's getting harder and harder to find someone to connect with. That is so deep. That I would love to like talk to you about after the show. <laughs> I really, really. So speaking of that, we are we are way past our forty minute time. So before we head, out, we still have crazy many questions. But before we head out, do you have one like final piece of advice for our listeners? Both for one advice for dating, and then one final advice for career. For in case they want to jump into this career. Wait, okay. did you recap everything? Oh well, well, because you got cut off. Yeah, sure, sure. Let's I know, get a I short miss, recap from. I miss you guys, but here, well. For everyone, kung kakatunin na lang, or if you guys want to know what we all talked about for this past 45 minutes, 
basically we're talking with me, Vanessa. Vanessa Antonio is a dating coach and she's a, the only one, the first and only US certified matchmaker from the Philippines. So if, she's been doing this for seven years. So if you guys want to find your other half or your better half, I guess she's the perfect person to look for. And I have big plans here thinking about it because people already talked to me about this dating type of thing. And you just gave me an idea with everything. But going back for everyone watching right now, she does social science research, which is really important. And I think that's key if you're looking for a healthy and successful relationship, just like businesses. If you have coach for your business, you also need a coach for your personal life. So I guess Vanessa is the answer here, guys. So if you're watching and you know Naman, if you if Naman, you don't you're not looking for a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner, maybe you want to be a dating coach as well. And I think she's the best one to train you also. <laughs> Oh, All right, moving on, <laughs> moving on. Yes, so so back to my question. Just one more piece of advice uh, before we head out. Your final piece of advice for daters and final piece daters. of advice for career. <laughs> sure. Okay. So so for, for career first, I would like to encourage everyone that whatever we're running right now, whatever we're doing, we started it with zero capital. So it's just what we used was just like this motivation that you know i feel like there's something missing and so if you cannot find that thing anywhere create it yourself and so that's what we did that's what we did for singles events manila so do not be do not be scared to like start something just because you don't have an experience they say like the most successful people in the world are not like some of them are not the best one but they're the ones who have lakas ng loob they have a very strong you know spirit so go for it guys and of course if you guys are single and you are finding love i encourage you that more than you know like fi actively finding someone i believe in making yourself as an asset because if you make yourself as an asset love life will come naturally because people oh, yeah. want people want to be with a person who brings like you know like positivity, contributions, or like good things in life. Someone who's not going to pull them down. And so when you work hard on yourself, uh, people will be like, I want this guy, I want this girl. Let me be with you. <laughs> all right. So that's going to be my advice for all the singles out there. There you go. Nice. Really amazing advice, both financially and dating wise. So I still have so many more things I want to ask you, but I wish you were here so we could, me and, me and Deanna like taking out our, Yes. Uh, our guests to dinners, but maybe next time when you come back, we'll Where take are you, you out. in the U.S., if I may ask? Well, I'm in Maryland right now. My mom okay, lives well. in Florida. I'm visiting probably after Christmas, after work. So, yeah, nice. Yes. That's interesting. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, right. thank you so much, uh, Vanessa. Oh, um, in case people want to reach out for dating advice or career advice yes. uh, or join your events, etc., please share us your socials. How do, how do we find you? Where? All right. So... Everyone, our company in the Philippines, it's called Singles Events Manila. You can find us on Facebook and on Instagram. So we're not, we're not only connecting singles, but we're helping everyone be better in their dating and social skills. So if you don't want to date, we could still work on your social skills. That's fine. Also, I'm, I'm Vanessa Antonio. I'm on Instagram. My Instagram handle is datecoachv. 
my Instagram is dedicated to sharing some of the things that we teach our clients. So how to be better in dating, what are some of the science-based dating tips. It's all on my Instagram. So I hope that you connect with me and will be able to work with me in the future. So thank you, Vince. And you right you now. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Coach V. Really appreciate all the advice, both dating-wise and career-wise. That was so interesting. I've never spoken to a dating coach. And being able to dig that deep into it, well, that wasn't even that deep, but being able to, you know, sort of scrape the surface of that industry, I think was very, very interesting. So thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Oh, I love this. Thank you. So anyway, thank you guys for keeping us company. I am Vince Galanco from WhenInManila.com. I'm Diana Menezes. Yes, and together with our... Uh, amazing guest coach V. This was the Young Money Podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia the hosts of the program or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.